0: This is the Voices in Japan podcast with Ben and Burke. On this episode, we talk about seven Japanese words and concepts that anyone can relate to based on an article that was put out by Time Out Tokyo. Some of these words like shoganai and otsukare you hear pretty often or almost daily in Japan. Other words like bimyo and mendokusai and motainai are words that you probably won't hear every day in Japan, but you will still hear them quite often and they are definitely concepts that anyone can relate to. We also add in some of our own words that weren't on this list. So what do all these words and concepts mean? Listen now to find out. And if you have a little extra time and you haven't done so yet, please support the podcast by giving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Alright, on to the show.
1: 1, 2, 3... yeah i was gonna just see how we go yeah
0: i was actually gonna say um i was walking around downtown Sapporo. i mean you've been kind of going around uh to Sapporo, i guess in town regularly sometimes for work or whatever but i haven't been down there in like i don't know man a few weeks but i was down there yesterday and uh i was just kind of walking around i had to go buy something at don quixote the and uh, yeah, yeah no, the dory area and i was like man like it feels, like, so good to be downtown and kind of walking around and stuff and seeing, like, stores. It was, like, it, it actually had, like, a little bit of, uh like, being in Japan for the first time again <laughs> type of feeling to it. So it's almost like, and then I was kind of thinking, man, this is, like, kind of going to be one of the, uh, I don't know. I don't want to say good things about corona, but, like, when everything maybe does eventually return to some sort of state of normalcy or however it was before all this got started... It's kind of going to be like uh, re-experiencing Japan all over again and stuff, you know. Mm, so it's, uh,
1: so it's, it feels like you've just been away from the country for I don't know, locking yourself inside for forever. How long? How long you have? How long have you kind of been locking yourself down, like not going into town and not going out? Uh, well, the well, you've been going like you know out to places, right, with your family, just not not um downtown. leading a regular life, yeah, not not socializing.
0: Yeah, uh, I mean, I don't know. I guess it's, uh, well, I mean, I haven't been out for, like, a drink at a bar or a restaurant. and I don't know, man, maybe, like, over half a year or something, except for the occasional time to go to Barefoot or something. But that, even then that has been quite a while. I mean, I haven't been out, like, uh, to a restaurant with friends, and I don't remember how long. I mean, my family and I, we've been to, like, some of the restaurants around Seporto Station, around our apartment and stuff. But, yeah, I haven't been out uh, downtown to, like, see things or see people in such a long time like you said on the weekends we've kind of been uh going out of town and vacationing around hokkaido a little bit and stuff but um i mean it's kind of surprising too how much downtown has changed like that new uh apartment complex structure is already going up um
1: where don quixote used to be oh they built an apartment there
0: yeah, I think they're building, like, wow. it's going to be a bit huge, uh, I mean, I don't know how big, but it's going to be a high rise. I think the bottom floors are going to be restaurants and shops, and I think there's going to be apartments above
1: that, if wow. I remember correctly, yeah. For the rich and famous, I guess.
0: Yeah. Wow. I mean, have you guys been going out quite a bit or not really? Well, yeah,
1: we actually went out last night. Yeah, Suskino um, or? Yeah, went into Suskino. Me and the missus went out. We had a uh, Motsunabe. Have you, do you like Motsunabe? Do you like Motsu, Burke?
0: Yeah, we've talked about this too much. It's not my favorite, but yeah, yeah, you like it.
1: Yeah, we had some of that, and we also had some uh, some raw chicken, which is uh, another th- food that you kind of <laughs> like, right?
0: <laughs> do you was that also uh, because you wanted to, or is just like the novelty about it?
1: Do you do the, you the, like- the 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 wife wanted it. She uh, she likes it, and it, it was good. It was like um, we had uh, thigh raw thigh and raw breast. Man. but Just it was like diced up kind of like a mince style and then you wrap it up in some nori put some wasabi in it and it's really good and the thing is there's so many spices in the chicken that it didn't really taste like chicken hmm. and when you look at it it doesn't look like chicken either because it's all minced up did it uh because from what i remember from
0: eating the raw chicken it was like kind of uh, like you would imagine it to be, not too easy to bite
1: into, kind of gave some resistance? Did it have that feel to it or was it... It didn't, it didn't, it was, a, yeah. I don't know how they prepared it, but it didn't have that toughness that um, I've had before when I had raw chicken. They they did it in, the first time I had it, they kind of had slices of it and it looked like, you know, raw chicken. Whereas <laughs> the stuff that we had last night, if my wife didn't say this is raw chicken, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that that was it
0: hmm where was the place at? where was the restaurant
1: it was in saskino man i can't remember the name but it's pretty popular my wife was saying um a lot of women in there so when we walked in it was quite early we went in about six o'clock because now like all the restaurants and bars in sapporo was it in japan Like have to close at 10 uh, i
0: think, think it's in, yeah i think it's decided actually by, actually I don't know, I think it's decided by prefecture, but I think everyone's pretty much going with 10 o'clock or something. Yeah. yeah,
1: so all of Sapporo now is doing 10 o'clock, so basically everyone's going out really early. So 6 o'clock, we went to the restaurant, we don't normally go out for dinner that at that time, we usually go around 7, 7.30, but at 6 o'clock it was like packed, but it was only like girls for like the longest time. And I just I felt a little bit uncomfortable because I was like the only dude in the whole place, <laughs> and then uh, but later on, maybe about an hour later on, another guy walked in, so there was like yeah, two of us and uh, surrounded by some young women, which is uh, quite nice, I guess. Yeah, it doesn't
0: sound too bad. Did they, <laughs> did they have like any special measures for coronavirus? Not
1: really, not really. Like the the tables weren't separated by any kind of, you know, plastic partitions or screens that I would have uh, expected to see. It just felt like a, yeah, a normal evening on a Saturday night. Yeah, I'm sure probably a lot of businesses
0: are just trying to get in some money-making opportunity whenever they can, the mm-hmm. business hours that they have to do it. But yeah, I mean, so it was weird when I was walking around because I was like, it almost felt a little bit nutsukashi to bring up uh, a Japanese word. It was like I kind of felt like, "Wow, man! I remember what this used to be like." <laughs> these, uh, I remember what it was <laughs> like going out to dinner. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: seeing
0: people. I used to live in Sapporo and could actually enjoy the city. I mean, you know, I'm not going to say one way or another what's good or bad about not being able to go out or needing to stay home and stuff. But, but, anyways, yeah, it was a little natsukashi, and um, that kind of relates a little bit to our topic for today. These. What was it uh, Time Out Tokyo? Good website that supported the podcast before by helping mention. It. I mean, we didn't have anything to do with it, but they kind of mentioned us as one of the top podcasts in Japan. And this article said seven Japanese words and concepts that anyone can relate to. Uh, so, this word, Natsukashi, was not uh, one of the words that was on this list, but it is kind of one of my words because it's used fairly often, it seems like, in Japan. I mean,. Natsukashi basically means that, like, something is, uh, what would you say? Nostalgic. Nostalgic, yeah. Mm. But, like, for some reason, I don't really feel like when I was living overseas, people are always like, oh, this is so nostalgic, this is so nostalgic. But for some reason, you, I feel like you hear the word Natsukashi quite often in Japan.
1: Mm, yeah, <laughs> I think when, uh, I don't know, TV programs, because they show a lot of old uh, Dramas or animations—they always show like you know the classic Ghibli movies on uh, on national holidays or something, and uh, and a lot of people or grown-ups that watch that, they'll uh, they'll see yeah, Natsukashi Like I think you know, um, what's the what's the one that won the Oscar, Spirited Away? Yeah, they have that one on TV like all the time, and Totoro as well, of course. One of the most popular Ghibli movies—that one's on TV a lot. And, yeah, and every time that comes on, everyone's oh, natsukashi, natsukashi. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, even, like, at work, when, like, an old
0: picture comes up or old file or something, people are like, oh, natsukashi. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't think, <laughs> oh, like... Oh,
1: there's the spreadsheet from 2010. Natsukashi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, I, like, you know, doing work or being a worker at the office overseas, like, when old documents come up, people aren't like... Oh, that's so nostalgic. Reminds me of the good old days and stuff. I mean, I guess yeah. sometimes they do. But. They're probably more like, fuck, I should have followed that 10 years ago. <laughs> exactly, <yeah. laughs> That's where it went. <laughs> yeah, put away that bad memory and stuff. But um, yeah, so it's a uh, list of different words that says that uh, people can relate to. And I'll admit, uh, I think a lot of these are good words that a lot of people uh, can relate to, whether you're in Japan or Japanese or not Japanese or not in Japan. Um, mm.
1: there, there's definitely a lot of well, probably of the seven, I would say fifty to seventy percent I kind of use and hear every day. But there's actually a couple that I've never heard of before. Mm. And the first one, which is actually, it has the uh, the kind of definition right on the front page of the the timeout article, and it's a kuchi sabishi, kuchi sabishi, and the definition is uh, loneliness of the mouth. So it means you eat, not because you're hungry, but because your mouth is lonely. <laughs> so that's the definition they have on this uh, on this article.
0: Yeah, and they were saying this is kind of like, uh, you know, this is kind of appropriate for the times that are going on these days because it's also eating, you know, out of boredom or comfort eating. And they're saying that like, you know, a lot of times uh, during quarantine, uh, while quarantining, uh, quarantining, is that a word? Quarantining Quarantining <laughs> <laughs> No, I just made that up <laughs> During quarantine uh, Yeah, like people are, you know uh, Snacking a lot or going, you know Need something to do so they will mm. go to eat um, Yeah, longing to have It literally means lonely mouth uh, yeah. kuchi, Your kuchi is sabishi Your mouth is lonely yeah. um, Longing to have something in one's mouth was <laughs> <That's> another description <laughs> that was out there <laughs> um, Bend you often uh, long to have something in your mouth. I don't know. <laughs> um, well, actually, it does uh, say yeah. like smokers, right?
1: Mm, smokers yes, that are sure. trying to kick
0: habits. Uh, so you know, not just uh, people doesn't just relate to eating, but people who are trying to kick a habit. Sometimes when I, I get it
1: with uh, with snacks. I guess um, I love eating crisps and potato chips. So even when I'm not hungry. I always kind of feel like I want to, yeah, put some put some crisps in my mouth. So, yeah, uh, yeah, I guess I get it, kuchisabishi, for, for that situation.
0: I will say, I think this is a word that's kind of become more relevant because of the times, current times, but uh, I will say, too, that I don't feel like I hear this too often on an everyday basis, like you were saying, mm. some of these other words in here. I don't yeah. know, do you, do you hear it come up at all?
1: Kuchisabishi? No, I don't think I've ever heard this. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, so maybe it's a maybe it's a new word.
0: Yeah, I've I've heard it uh especially I guess uh maybe girls at the office or something. I mean I haven't like I said, I haven't heard it a lot, but uh just talking about snacking or something. Mm. Uh they got a nice uh picture here of somebody uh chewing gum. So maybe sometimes when people are kuchi sabishi they might put a piece of gum in their mouth or something, but mm. yeah, loneliness of the mouth. Kuchisabishi. sabishi. How about, how
1: about yourself? Do you uh do you get it
0: <laughs> <laughs> just sounds like such a you cute You want to stick though. something in your <laughs> mouth? <laughs> um, uh, maybe well, maybe sometimes... a sausage or something?
1: <laughs> 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 I know you like hot dogs. <laughs> Being from America.
0: <laughs> That's another thing. Just speaking of hot dogs, uh, why do they got to call them American dogs in Japan, right? Isn't that what they're usually referred to, like at convenience stores or something?
1: So that's a that's a corn dog, right? That's that what cor- you would oh, refer yeah. oh, right, to a, okay. an American dog.
0: Yeah, corn dog. Okay, so not hot dogs, but corn dogs. But what, why? Why are, are, are corn dogs? They don't exist in like the UK and other places. Or no, something?
1: no, definitely not. Ah, so that's why they call it N- American. Yeah, never saw one before I came to Japan. Actually,
0: oh really? So you didn't, <laughs> you didn't even know they existed?
1: No. So I actually thought that you know when they were calling them American dogs, uh, I just thought it was like a Japanese kind of joke um, <laughs> didn't realize it was an American food yeah. but then after living here for a while I realized that they do that you know with like Aussie beef and uh what, they, what else do they say like there's Aussie beef American dog uh is there like British something
0: uh, I'm not sure I can't think probably of not right
1: mm. French legs <laughs> <laughs>
0: but anyways yeah so the American dog uh uh, but no, actually I'm not I'm, I'm not actually a very big fan of hot dogs and American dogs, corn dogs, but like sometimes at work I guess I do get a little coochie sabishi around three o'clock. Uh as you guys what would do you, say what, in the UK, peckish.
1: What do you reach for?
0: Uh whatever I bought for snacks during lunchtime. So use mm. some some chocolates, some nice macadamia co- uh chocolate covered macadamia's or some of those uh what are they, uh the um Pocky? <laughs> no. Pocket, uh, no. Well, the ones that I mentioned that uh, in our recent episode for snacks, like the uh, the honey roasted, uh, the, uh, the cashews. Yeah. Yeah, 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 nice.
1: Something yeah. like that.
0: Yeah, that's usually my kuchi go to kuchi sabishi snack. Mm, so mm, kuchi yeah. sabishi, Yeah.
1: So the next one on this list is a very useful one, and probably everyone hears this very often uh, and it's very useful too is a shogunai, shogunai or can't be helped and very oftenly used for when yeah something can't be helped um, i mean in english we don't really use that phrase that often right it's, it's kind of used a lot as an excuse for when something doesn't go right or or even in work situations when Someone can't do their work, for example, or they, you know they can't hand their homework in. Um, sometimes they'll use that excuse as, "Oh yeah, it couldn't it be helped." Shogunai, and and usually a lot of Japanese people kind of accept that too. And in my experience, anyway, but, oh yeah, okay, all right, nothing you do about it. Then uh, let's move on, kind of thing. But if you know if you did that kind of in England and you said, "Oh, that can't be helped," they'll you know, your boss wouldn't be very happy.
0: Yeah, a lot of people kind of say this is uh, something they don't necessarily appreciate about Japanese society is because it does have a little bit of a sense of defeatism to it, like uh, saying a situation can't be helped. But like you said, I think it's really good in some work situations. like um, Because personally, I don't like when people complain at work. I mean, I complain about work quite often probably, but it's usually after work at home when i'm with my wife or something but you know when some people sit there uh during when a project is going on and they start and something changes instead of like dwelling on why the change might make th- things difficult they just say you know and, and just ready to move on and
1: Bruh, yeah let's get on
0: with it yeah which is you know that's a really good approach to have but mm. again on the other side of that some people say you know um, I mean, just like you were saying, like in Western culture, I think a lot of people would say, like, no, we shouldn't say that this this can't be helped. We should, you know, address this and work through it and stuff. And so sometimes it's a little bit of a concept that I think Westerners have trouble with. But uh, interestingly enough, when I was kind of looking up some different things about Shogun, true or false, Ben? Here's a true or false question for you. Fifty percent uh, chance. Good. Fifty yeah. percent. Uh, after. The atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima. Did Emperor Showa, who was the emperor at the time, uh, the grandfather of the current emperor, did he say it is very regrettable that nuclear bombs were dropped and he feels sorry for citizens of Hiroshima, but it couldn't be helped because it happened during wartime?
1: Mm, So is that true that he said that? Yeah. I think it's true that he said that.
0: Well, according to the our good friends over at Wikipedia who are quoting a Time article, the emperor actually did say that, that it was uh, shogunai to have shogunai. the uh, bomb drop. But I will also say that I, I didn't have time to do deep research, but I haven't actually been able to find his quote in Japanese saying that it was shikataganai or shogunai. There was something similar out there in Japanese in a speech that he was giving in Tokyo. But it didn't actually use the phrase Shikataganai or Shoganai. It used the phrase Yamou and I, excuse me. <clears throat> so please verify whether it's true or false. Did the Emperor of Japan actually make such a dark statement uh, about the bomb being dropped on Hiroshima mm. or not? I mean, they say, like, you know, uh, in some of these societal situations, that, yeah, that's just kind of the Japanese attitude or approach to the situation that it can't be helped, so there's no use in complaining let's just move forward whereas right. in other cultures no it's definitely something that needs to be complained about make a big uh huge demonstration downtown and call to arms and stuff so
1: <laughs> yeah yeah i definitely think most of the times that japanese people use it is in uh, the positive way as in like to show encouragement um to kind of yeah not not dwell on things and just uh, just get on with the change but uh yeah shikata ganai is that a more polite way of saying it uh it's, well that's
0: arguable from what i understand too which one is uh more pop- Or i think basically you would not uh probably use shogunai in like a written text you might use ganai, but i think oh, uh, i mean i hear them used pretty uh, either uh, interchangeably in conversation
1: that's interesting because i remember a long time ago when i yeah probably I don't know 6 or 7 years ago I I didn't know what shugatanai was I'd only heard shogunai. and I was uh in the process of courting a young girl <laughs> and uh, and you know she she was like trying to organize, well we were trying to organize meeting up blah 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 and then I said oh sorry I I can't I'm I'm not in town I can't I can't see you tonight and then she texted back so you know this was all before uh, all the, you know, before smartphones, basically. So, well, well, before I had a smartphone, I was on a garake. and uh, and then she texted about shikataganai, and I didn't really understand what that meant. And then I looked it up, and yeah, and it came back as a shogunai. So i was just wondering why did she use ga nai and not shogunai? Mm, so I wonder if she was being more respectful or something because she was younger than me. I don't know. Maybe I mean, I'm not cute. <laughs>
0: i'm not you know a japanese expert or anything but it's, she was probably trying to be a little bit more polite i guess i mean i don't mm. know again i think some people just use them interchangeably i, I mean technically i think there's kind of three there's shogunai Shioganai, and shikataganai. they all
1: the shiogunai too yeah i mean no 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 salt <laughs> no salt <laughs> <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> no
1: salt uh don't i mean well on it there's no salt no yeah. salt no wound <laughs>
0: They're all, I mean, there's no way of doing just a direct translation, my understanding. So, um, mm. but I think all of those are pretty interchangeable. I personally just use shogunai most often. Okay. Uh, maybe at work, I think I use shikataganai sometimes, oh, right. but yeah.
1: I guess uh, you can't go wrong if you use shogunai. Yeah. So she was yeah, yeah. probably just being polite. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next on this list is one that is used. Way too often, in my opinion, but still a very good word. Otsukare. This means, otsukare. Uh, yeah, as it's described here, uh, more than just a hello or a goodbye, Japanese people most commonly use otsukare when greeting one another, especially at work. Simultaneously mm. acknowledges seeing someone for the first time that day while also acknowledging their efforts.
1: Mm. Mm. It's also used for saying hello and goodbye which is, uh, I don't use it for using hello. Um, well, I, I, only, I only use it like at the end of the day kind of thing, like saying goodbye to people.
0: Yeah. Well, I think like in a work situation, when somebody shows up at the office, of course, if it's like the first time they're coming into the office, um, it can be, uh, usually it's the Ohio us oh. regardless of the time of the day mm. from my experience. But what's got is like also when somebody comes back from being out, out from the office, Or like people travel in from, um, you know, another office and they show up at headquarters or something instead of saying like, I mean, you wouldn't say konnichiwa to like a coworker or something, you know, so you'd say, oh, it's kind of some of this, you know, it's kind of like acknowledging that they're in the middle of their work day and stuff. So I think in that sense, it can be used as a greeting.
1: Right. Kind of saying, and what's it saying, like good work or thanks for working hard. You must be tired, basically.
0: Yeah, I mean, the little translation, but again, this is just like one of those fixed phrases and, you know, it's, uh, to be honest, like fixed phrases are a bit of a diffu- uh, custom that's a little bit difficult for me to get used to because, uh, you know, it's not necessarily, well, I guess in some ways kind of efficient communication, but like, especially in emails, um, you know, I've been having to write a lot of Japanese emails lately and, you know, without fail, you have to start off the email and you have to finish the email with some fixed phrases Yeah, In the beginning, yeah. usually, you know, uh, address the person and then you say, oh, let's talk call, about let's, the weather and stuff like that. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, you have to literally start the email with "otskara sama desu if it's a coworker, mm-hmm. someone from the same company, or ni okay. Narimas if it's a customer or client or something. Right. And then you have to close it also with fixed phrases as well. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just like, I don't know, it's a little bit too much of that formality. I mean, I don't know, in business, uh, American business emails, I guess, uh, we definitely start off with a certain type of greeting and close with a certain type of greeting as well but
1: i think i think especially with the first email like in within the, the conversation right the first email is very kind of yeah this is the the introduction kind of greeting then there's the main body and then like an ending but once that once the replies come back and forth then you kind of skip all the you know the 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 greetings and endings in
0: english right yeah 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 but in japanese it's like i mean and so like you know even in the morning time if i've already seen somebody in the morning and then i'm getting an email from them five minutes later i still have to start the email with their you know their name and then it's got even though i like just saw them like two seconds ago mm-hmm. or something you know or All somebody right. calls on the telephone and you know they say who it is and then you know that it's somebody from the company and they say oh it's kind of some of this and it's like if you don't say that the conversation kind of doesn't even get off yeah, really well kind of yeah. stumbles in the beginning and stuff and so mm. i mean it's just part of japanese custom but being a, a western or a foreigner working in the country it is something that takes a little bit get a little bit of getting used to i guess but
1: yeah especially when you know you're busy you're in a hurry you kind of just want to get to the point right and uh, yeah I, I understand that but then i mean being foreign yourself don't you ever pull out the gaijin card because i i do all the time like, when it comes to emails i i don't write any of that crap i just go straight to it i just do like a oh, konnichiwa ask the question dozo, dozo yoroshiku and that's it i usually like three lines at least I just want to get straight to the point and uh but when they email me back sometimes they kind of follow what how i've written too so they miss out the green as well and i think because i'm foreign they they just allow that you know they don't uh, they don't frown about it
0: yeah i mean i definitely have had those moments too and i, and I think most people are forgiving about it i think uh like uh, one of my companies uh you know my joshi or my uh, superior kind of wanted me to be able to handle some of the communication with the uh, Japanese clients mm-hmm. and other people within the company. So he wanted to see that I w- could write the regular formal email, use, uh, polite Japanese and everything. So for that sense, I was definitely uh, in that situation I was definitely making an effort to make it as, uh, proper as possible and stuff. But this other thing about Otsukara, and I've talked about it before is like a very similar phrase, gokuro-sama deshita, gokuro-sama desu. you know, um, you're, you're, you're a struggling person, basically, is the, uh, is the translation. And I've heard, like, you know, I've mentioned it before, but, like, I used to have work at a company where the uh, chairman of the company never wanted to have anyone say to him, Otsukara-sama desu, because he didn't want people telling him that he was tired <laughs> yeah, yeah. or being overworked, you know. But then, so he preferred to have Gokuro-sama uh, desu be used for him. But then it's like... I mean that's even more rude in my opinion because like saying like you're a struggling person or something you know so
1: mm. is, is that like a more humbler form or a more kind of respectful way of saying oskudas Oskara, Well, again, I'm not go, a go Japanese.
0: Yeah, I'm not a Japanese expert, so we probably need to ask somebody. But I've heard different things explained. I've
1: like uh,
0: I've been told, you know, for example, if you're at your office and like a delivery person comes with a package or something you're not really supposed to say desu, to that person you're supposed to say desu, to that person if you say anything you know mm. um and so again I've had uh, and I've heard that uh, yeah for you're only supposed to use desu, if you're above somebody which was another weird situation saying it to mm. the chairman of that company um yeah, because yeah. kind of like looking it's more of a phrase down towards somebody so right. I don't know somebody please verify that we need to get a Japanese expert on
1: us to uh Give us the correct answer on that one. Yeah. Well, moving on to the next one. Uh, this is a this is a good one. Also very common and you hear on a regular basis is a bimyol, bimyol, mm. or what can loosely be be translated to as a lukewarm when something is lukewarm or you feel lukewarm about something. More like a meh. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Meh. Bimyot. So, uh, exactly. so that's a, that's a useful one. Yeah, especially you know if uh, people ask you your friends say uh, what do you feel about what do you think of the latest movie or this uh, this actress or actor and if you're not really bothered about them or you don't have kind of strong feelings either way you can just say yeah bimyo bimyo done it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, some of the other uh, examples that were out there kind of saying that something is very subtle or delicate or uh, yeah, just like you said uh, something was kind of meh mm. the movie I saw today was kind of mi- mi- mediocre presento uh, <laughs> mrate I was pretty uh, disappointed at the present because it was just so 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 yeah usually expressing kind of mild dissatisfaction so Maybe not mm. the most polite word to use in certain situations, but, yeah, I mean, you hear it all the time. This is one of those words that was made very, very popular by young people, I would say. Mm. Um,
1: Have you felt um, bimyol about anything recently that you've uh, you've come across?
0: Uh, yeah, we had lunch at a place the other day, and, uh, yeah, if somebody asked me, how was that meal, I went, hmm, <laughs> <laughs> what,
1: what was it? You're going to name the restaurant or uh just uh describe where it where it is and what what you had what was so what was so bimyo about it
0: i won't uh throw the restaurant under the bus or anything but uh i mean i ordered a side of uh, some sushi nigiri sushi and uh i mean it wasn't a sushi restaurant it wasn't a sushi son, so you can't really uh hold them to Liable for what they serve, mm. but uh, yeah, it was uh, wasn't the best sushi, so I was a little disappointed in it. How about you? Anything that was bimyo? Uh,
1: no, not really. Like usually when I go out to dinner um, with my wife, we usually you know find a nice restaurant, and and most of the time there's always kind of one or two dishes that are bimyo, right? Like most, a lot of the time the food is good, but it'll be like one or two dishes that aren't so great. And the place we went to last night, which I mentioned earlier, where we had um motsu um, Yeah, everything was really good. So we had like the raw chicken um, wrapped up in uh, nori with uh, some wasabi. So that was really good. Uh, they had a kind of potato wrapped, uh, long, uh, long potato fried um, so that was really good. Um yeah, so nothing was bimyo and and I was quite surprised because usually there's some dishes that aren't so good as uh, as as the rest of them. So, so you yeah. were you were ma- Daimanzoku, dai dai Yes, yes, very satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Apart from the uh, the drinks were a bit bimyo actually. Yeah. So uh they didn't have much of a selection They their beer, but in terms of uh like cocktails and wine like my, my wife's a wine drinker and the only wine it had was sparkling and usually that's you know a kind of cheap range what's the what's that popular brand of sparkling wine uh polestar so that's you know the kind of standard house sparkling wine that a lot of restaurants serve so that's kind of bimyo mm-hmm. um yeah so she wasn't pleased about that
0: moving along uh actually this word was not on the list but this is one of the words that i kind of came up with uh it was an interesting japanese word that uh not necessarily everybody can relate to but um i just heard it recently and so i thought it was quite interesting uh well i was just used it recently so that was quite interesting but uh baka shoujiki. do you know baka shojiki baka shoujiki. No. Yeah, baka shoji. I mean, obviously, you know, baka, Some, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shojiki is honest. But baka shojiki means like, uh, I mean, usually you hear it in business, uh, because it means like kind of being stupidly honest. So like in business situations. Yeah, in business situations it kind of means like uh you know showing all your cards too early during, you know, some sort of negotiation or
1: something. That's a good one. Baka shoujiki. Some sometimes I'm a i am I can be a bit baka shoujiki, especially when it comes to negotiation. I'm not that good at um haggling. Um I remember there was one time this was like when I was quite young, um like in my teenage years. So I think I've improved since then, but this was my my first attempt at haggling, <laughs> and it was uh, it was in Hong Kong. I don't know if you've been to Hong Kong before, Burke, but just vacation once, yeah. Yeah, there's a really famous uh, market area called a uh, Ladies Market hmm. in in Hong Kong, and basically, you know, everyone goes there to haggle. It's like it's ex- expected from everyone, hmm. and um, and I was with my cousin uh, and and my my family and my sister and i was like oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna haggle and uh and i just wanted to buy some underwear so i saw this oh three pairs of underwear for a hundred dollars 100 hong kong dollars which is like uh 10, about ten i think it's like 10 pounds so around 8 us uh, 15 us dollars or something so it's a hundred dollars and then uh and she goes okay how much are you gonna offer me And I went, I- i'll give you 99 <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then she, she just looked at me. I was like, "Okay." <laughs> and then my cousin, my cousin, was like behind me, just like wet himself. I was like you went for ninety nine, <laughs> so I saved the uh, one one dollar. Yeah, you got. So any we have uh, well, we have two more on this list, which is uh, two very common ones: Mendoxai Mendoxai mm. and Motainai. Mm. Motainai is. uh wasteful for something that's uh, or wastefulness that you regret regret doing regret throwing something away um if you do or if you have to uh so i'm 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 very wary of motai nai you know i hate throwing stuff out um like clothes unless they're completely ruined unless there's, there's like holes in them or anything um yeah i like to recycle reuse you know pass on things uh, i really don't like throwing away friend things away especially like um because there's so much trash around as well you know so yeah i'm i i'm a big proponent of uh yeah, yeah. things being wasteful
0: that's definitely a, a good way. yeah i've definitely gotten more that way as i've gotten older and stuff um motainai can also be used for like missed opportunities so not just necessarily talking about um you know, objects and stuff, but like uh, if you had an opportunity to, to do something but you didn't take it and then you regret it later, you could say it was mm-hmm. Um Or if somebody's like kind of very good at something, like this uh, Time Out article is kind of describing if they've got uh, talents that's being wasted or something, somebody mm-hmm. may describe that as being Motainai. Right,
1: right.
0: Mendok Sai, yeah. this is actually, uh, I mean, you definitely hear a lot of people using mendokusai kind of saying something is a nuisance complaining about something um interesting enough this is also another one that i hear at work a lot and um even though it is kind of saying complaining about something uh you'll even hear like uh, superiors at work calling a certain job mendokusai or a mendona shigoto or something um so yeah i would say this is definitely one of very commonly so, to used mean, to
1: like used to mean like a pain word. in the ass like this job is a pain in the ass kind of thing
0: yeah you know, and uh you wouldn't think I mean the image maybe for most people about Japanese workers or they're just like very accepting of whatever they're you know, been given as an assignment. But uh yeah, like they'll talk about uh something that's going on with the overseas business partner as being Mendoksai or even mm. a business partner in Japan as being
1: Mendoksai or Yeah, or even like uh, family and friends if you're mixed up in the uh, in some kind of drama that you don't really wanna get involved in you can say oh mendoxai this is a pain in the ass to uh to deal with um so you hear you hear out a lot you know like um especially women when they get into arguments about small things and they're just oh mendoxai yeah so you hear hear that all the time yeah, yeah my, sure. my wife uses that a lot yeah
0: yeah actually i think there was one more word on this list that uh i didn't necessarily know of this word uh, before I read this article, but definitely use it a lot, especially now because in the world of uh, modern world of uh, deliveries ordering online shopping online getting delivers deliveries a lot, but the word irusu, and uh yeah so this means like when you're at home but you don't feel like answering the doorbell so maybe a package is being delivered or somebody you know has come to the door and you don't necessarily want to see them maybe the nhk NHK. (laughs) 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 it's funny you thought that the same thing (laughs) yeah Um, did you see there's some article there's, like, a political party that's based on, like, not wanting to pay the NHK bills, but the uh, the head of that party was recently uh, told that he had to pay his NHK bill or something?
1: No, no. So that so the political party is based on not paying your NHK, NHK bill, so they're aiming for uh, people that are proponents of that. I,
0: I think it's something like that. To be honest, I didn't even read the article because mm. uh, I didn't open it. I just read the title, but yeah, it was saying that. But yeah, so for people who don't know, NHK is the uh, national broadcaster in Japan, a uh, very important broadcaster, I would say. But um, of course, because it is a public broadcaster, is paid by um, what is it like? I guess the fees are considered mandatory, right? In the NHK collection, people come around to your home. Yeah, yeah. And uh but yes, yeah, uh you hear a lot of times about people not paying
1: I of course pay all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I I would say well what would you say, like fifty percent maybe Because I, I don't I don't know many like of my Japanese friends that Pay hey, NHK, they always try to avoid avoid the, avoid the man when he uh, answers, when he rings the doorbell, they they su. I, I usually do the same. Um, but most of the time, well, there's been a few times where he's kind of caught me going up the stairs, the uh, NHK guy. And luckily, they don't speak English, so you can kind of get away with it if you just speak really fast. But they do still kind of try. They'll, they'll hand you like a an English pamphlet or leaflet so they have those but most of the time they can't speak english so if there's a if you get in a and there's kind of uh you know a short or stuck in an alleyway with a, with an nhk guy and uh, you can't get away just speak really fast english
0: <laughs> yeah i think that technique has been used quite often by foreigners in japan with the nhk people so yeah, yeah. definitely some good advice there Uh, Some of my honorable mentions on my... uh, Well, words that were not on this list, but I would say quite useful words that everyone can use or maybe relate to a little bit in Japan. Uh, I mentioned Natsukashi at the beginning. Uh, Some of the other words, Itadakimasu, sama, I think those Mm -hmm. are incredibly useful
1: words in Japan. Gochisama, yeah. Gochisama deshita. I don't don't really use Itadakimasu so much. Uh, That's like the beginning of a meal. Mm. But Gochisosama deshita... Um, because it's like you Mush, you, you're not really saying it to someone, right? You're almost like saying it to, I don't know, some higher spirit, like God or something. It's almost like praying for, uh, thanking uh, something, some spirit for, for the food that is on your table. Whereas Gorgeous or Samadesh is like thanking the person that prepared the food. Am I yeah, correct in that in the understanding
0: well that's mine a similar understanding too but i think itadakimasu is also kind of saying for the person who helped to prepare it and stuff
1: mm, okay like like uh, if you're at mcdonald's or something say it to the say it to the people that flip your hamburgers <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Cause i mean I, 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 cuz I, I say i don't say itadakimasu like in a restaurant but i say goshitosu some to the cooks Oh right, yeah. oh right, yeah. Oh right, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, yeah. well, yeah, you're not gonna flag down the waiter and say, "Hey," before you start eating. <laughs> <"Itadakimasu."> <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, we use. I'm using it quite often now, just kind of trying to help my uh, daughters get in the habit of saying "itadakimasu." Because um, mm. it is, I think, considered proper manners when you're at someone's house, obviously, uh, yeah. to say yeah. "itadakimasu" uh, before you start eating. Um, again, in Japan, a lot of people don't pray before they eat. Uh, mm. I don't usually too often now before i eat either but uh, i grew up in kind of lig- religious households so that was very common so it is kind of a good replacement for that to say itadakimasu and stuff but
1: mm, yeah, um, i think i need to use it more at home too because my my wife uses it all the time and i just yeah I've, maybe i should feel a little bit bad about not saying it, because uh, <laughs> she, she's doing it, so maybe I should too. <laughs> uh,
0: another word I was going to say, uh, kind of bring up, was like, gambate. I mean, this is like probably one of the most common used words in Japan. Everywhere. I mean, words of encouragement, uh, sporting Try events your best, or anything. Right? Yeah. Try your best, go yeah, for it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, very it's, useful one.
0: Yeah, so anyways, those were some of the other words uh, on my list. And again, this uh, great list of Time Out Tokyo had put together great website a lot of good stuff that they uh help uh articles that they put out to help everyone let uh let everyone know what's going on in japan and stuff so
1: yeah and they gave us a really big compliment by uh, giving us a good shout out as well so uh, yeah we love time out for sure yeah all right man all righty uh, yeah i think uh, i think that's it for today uh thanks for joining everyone hope you uh Learn some new things, learn some new words and vocabulary that you can use in your daily lives uh, in Japan. Uh, I think most of those you probably know already, but the ones you didn't, you can uh, try using them next time.
0: All right. Thanks for joining,
1: everyone. Thanks, everyone. See you next time. Bye.
0: This episode of Voices in Japan is sponsored by Barefoot Bar in Sapporo. Barefoot Bar has craft beer and a tapas style menu and also a burger menu. 12 different types of craft beer, both bottle and on tap, and also local Sapporo beer on tap. Should also mention that all those craft beers are local Japan made craft beers. They also have free drink plans available, student discounts on Thursdays. They're open 7 days a week, 4pm till late Monday to Friday, 12pm till late Saturday and Sunday. And of course, they have whiskeys, basic cocktails, and spirits available. They're located on the 6th block of Tanuki Koji, which is the covered arcade shopping center in downtown Sapporo. And if you're a regular listener of the podcast, you've probably heard Ben and I mention Barefoot Bar before because Simply is one of our favorite bars in Sapporo, and now we're very happy to have them as a sponsor of the podcast.